Hello, and welcome to Contemplicate, where I hope that you can come to personally know Jesus by using your imagination and the Gospels, just like the saints did. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. A shepherd. A shepherd is kind of... Uh, foreign to us, but um, Jesus talked a lot about shepherds because it was part of daily life where he grew up. After uh, I got married, we went on a vacation and we were in uh, Croatia and we were going to uh, Montenegro and the shortest way was to go through Bosnia. So we thought, okay, we'll go through Bosnia. And um, it was this big freeway and we get across the border a little ways and you are forced to exit and we're on a gravel road. <laughs> and it was an interesting drive, but we were, uh, it was beautiful. And we were driving through this valley with this really uh, strong river kind of rushing um, through rapids and stuff. And we get, we get out into this flat, really broad valley. So there's kind of like high hills or mountains on either side and really flat green valley and um and it's kind of drizzling and we're we're driving and all of a sudden i look over and through these trees you see this herd of sheep and there's a shepherd with an umbrella sitting in the rain watching the sheep <laughs> it's like what there's still shepherds but in jesus time shepherding would have been uh something that many uh Israelite children would have grown up having done. And uh, in the Old Testament, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Rachel, David, probably some of the prophets were all shepherds. And so if you grew up in a, in a small town, let's pretend you're in a little town in Israel um, and it's in the hill country. And so there's areas that are hilly, uh, and, and woodsy, and then there's areas that have are, are you know like flat pasture land, and everybody in your town probably uh, has a couple sheep, and the sheep might stay in your own little courtyard outside your house, or some of them might stay in a big pen altogether, um, but somehow uh, people wouldn't know what sheep there was, and they would the people of the town would would select certain kids to be shepherds or shepherdesses uh and probably there was a, a lead shepherd who was one of the older kids and he would have he or she would have been um with those sheep for a long time and so the sheep when that shepherd would walk in the sheep would you know come to them and they would know them and so during the day you you would walk in let's pretend you're you're the shepherd or shepherdess and you would take those sheep out for what? To eat out on the pasture. But they aren't going to stay there all night because sheep have not very good means of protecting themselves. You know, they can run, but not very fast. And that's about it. I don't, I've never, I might be wrong, but I don't think sheep bite people <laughs> or other animals. Um, and so the, the shepherd would have been responsible for protecting the sheep, uh, for watering them, so in the, in the story of Jacob, when he meets Rachel, he comes to a well in the, in the uh, Bible says there's couple, several flocks by the well waiting to water. And 
they're waiting so that enough of them get there so that they can remove the stone from the well. And Rachel comes down and Jacob is just moved by Rachel's beauty. And as a show of uh, strength, he uh, by himself takes his giant stone off the well and they all water their flocks together. So Rachel would have been a shepherdess. <laughs> and so you might go to uh, water your flocks with other flocks, but then all the sheep are together. Well, how do they, when you're ready to leave, how do you make sure you get your sheep? Do you have to like sort them and like look at markings you put on them? No, you'd probably have a whistle or a call or something you, you would say, or you might even have like a, uh, a little like reed whistle or something. And it'd be specific to you and, and your flock. And when you would blow on that, those sheep would come to you and then and then you'd go off to pasture and then at the end of the day you'd bring them back so let's imagine that jesus comes to to our little town and it's it's the sabbath and so uh people aren't working the sheep are staying in the pen today and uh and you're playing you know in in the town courtyard and jesus is coming and let's meditate upon this great gospel reading of the Good Shepherd. And let's ask the Holy Spirit for the Father to send down his Spirit upon us to enlighten our minds and our hearts so that we might understand the gospel. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. So pretend you're playing with your friends in this town, you know, courtyard where a couple of streets come together and it's this bigger, bigger area. And you might be playing tag um, and running around. And uh, and Jesus comes comes in and he's he's followed by a crowd. And you you knew he was in town. You'd heard of this teacher. And so as soon as he comes in, you know, you hear other kids whisper like, "That's the teacher." And so you'll you'll kind of stop and and he comes in and he's he's talking to his disciples and then and then he says children come come here and sit down i want i want to tell you a story and you, and you go and you sit down and he looks at each of you in the eye and he just looks around and he smiles and it's and it just becomes really quiet and he says to you i am the good shepherd a good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep a hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own, he sees a wolf coming, but he leaves the sheep and he runs away and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and he doesn't care about his sheep. But I am the good shepherd and I know mine and mine know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. And he looks up this guys and he says, this is why the father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. 
I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. And Jesus quits talking, and I want you to think back to that, what he said. This is why the Father loves me. This is why the Father loves me. Jesus knows how much his Father loves him. And he loves the Father so much because the Father gave him everything. At one point, Jesus will say, glorify me, Father, with the glory that I had before the world began. The Father has given everything to the Son. He glorifies Him. But the Son knows that to love the Father, and Jesus Jesus tells us, if you love people who love you, what, what glory is there in that? Don't the pagans do that as well? Love without cost is, is not anything to be greatly proud of. But Jesus says, this is why the Father loves me. Because I lay down my life for my sheep. The Father has asked Jesus, his Son, to come into the world. He's given him this flock, us as sheep, to protect us, to guide us, to lay down his life for us that we might be saved. And this is why the Father loves the Son, because of the love that he shows for us. And by loving us, he is loving the Father. By loving your family, you are loving the Father. By loving your siblings, you are loving Jesus. By loving your parents, you are loving Jesus. By listening to your parents, you are listening to the Father. Let us ask the Father in heaven to help us to understand the cross. That Jesus lays down his life and how glorious that is. How glorious it is when we, when we sacrifice for love. What is so great about the image of the Good Shepherd is that the sheep are so trusting. You know, if the, if the sheep are at water and they don't really want to leave, the shepherd blows his whistle and they're like, oh, that's my shepherd, I got to go. And they just go. We are meant to just follow Jesus like, like sheep, like meek sheep, to follow him wherever he leads us in life. And it is so great to have a shepherd who when the wolf comes, we know he's going to slay the wolf. When the lion comes, we know he's going to slay the lion. We are protected by our shepherd. So let us just sit with Jesus like sheep, confident in his protection. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. 
He refreshes my soul. Though I walk in the valley of darkness, I fear no evil. For the Lord is by my side, His rod and staff shall comfort me. He prepares a table before me, in the presence of mine enemies. He anointeth my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely only goodness and mercy shall follow me, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.